Welcome into your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast, a pair of warnings are in effect today. We'll start with a high wind warning, which is in effect until 6 p.m. today for Hill and Blaine counties. Expect west winds 30 to 40 miles an hour and gusts up to 60 miles an hour. Gusty winds could blow down limbs, trees, and power lines. A few power outages are possible. Travel will be difficult, especially for high-profile vehicles or those pulling trailers. People should avoid being outside in forested areas and around trees and branches. If possible, remain in the lowest levels of your home during the windstorm and avoid windows. Use caution if you must drive. The other warning we currently have in effect is a red flag warning, which is in effect until 9 p.m. this evening. This is for Hill and Blaine counties, as well as Shoto and Fergus counties, and the rest of the High Line. Expect strong west winds and low humidity today, and in the lower elevation grassland areas where vegetation is driest, it could contribute to rapid spread if a fire develops. Critical fire weather conditions are expected. For the rest of your Thursday, very windy, partly cloudy with highs 65 to 70. West winds 30 to 45 miles an hour. Tonight, windy and colder, mostly clear with lows 40 to 45. West winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, gusting to around 45 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest 10 to 20 miles an hour after midnight. Friday, breezy and sunny, highs 65 to 70. Southwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Friday night, breezy and mostly cloudy, lows 40 to 45. West winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Saturday, windy and partly cloudy in the morning, then becoming mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain showers with high 60 to 65. West winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Saturday night and Sunday, partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers. Lows 35 to 40, high 65 to 70. Sunday night, partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain showers. Lows 45 to 50. Monday and Monday night, partly cloudy, highs around 70. Lows around 40. Tuesday through Wednesday, mostly clear, highs 65 to 70, lows 35 to 40. United Way of Hill County is currently holding an online auction to raise money for their funded partners. Executive Director Delana Malone says more than two dozen items are up for bidding. We had an online auction committee that got together and then went out to these different businesses and were able to secure some of these items. Plus, we've had some people in the Haver area here that have baked cookies, cakes, brownies. Although their annual crab boil was canceled due to COVID-19 concerns, people can bid on a private crab boil for a group of eight. A couple of our board members will come in and uh, prepare a meal of crab, shrimp, corn on the cob, potatoes, kielbasa sausage, and it's just a crab boil. They boil it all together, and it's a wonderful meal. Non-food-related auction items include an original painting, an inflatable party, piano lessons, and more. Bids can be placed until noon on Sunday, September 27th. For more information or to place a bid, head to the United Way of Hill County Facebook page. The Blaine County Cruisers are hosting a free socially distanced car show this Saturday. Club President Lauren Skoyan says the event will begin at 11 a.m. at the Blaine County Fairgrounds. We'll park the cars and distance apart and just so that we can get a car show. You know, we haven't had one um, all year, you know, anywhere. And the cruisers had to uh, cancel their cruise. So when we got some guys out there that haven't even brought their cars out yet. At dark, the club will be projecting the movie Ford vs. Ferrari. The cruisers 
have their own projector and sound system and an FM modulator. So if you've got a FM um, radio in your car, you can just tune to a certain uh, channel. And then we show it on the back of the grandstands, which is white. Scoyan says the Blaine County Health Department was receptive to the idea of a socially distanced car show. We've got signs that they'll be up down there, you know, say, you know, if you feel sick and have a fever and all that, please do not come in this area. Um, wear a mask if you feel comfortable, and we'll have hand sanitizer stations all over, and they were cool with that. No food or drinks will be served, so those attending are asked to bring their own. A big sandy couple who admitted to distributing methamphetamine on the Rocky Boy Reservation have been sentenced to prison. Clayton Gary Bailey, 48, was sentenced to 57 months in prison and five years of supervised release. Bailey's wife, Bridget Ann Bailey, was sentenced to 44 months in prison and five years of supervised release. Each pleaded guilty in June to possession with intent to distribute methamphetamine. The prosecution said in September 2019, officers with Chippewa Cree law enforcement made a traffic stop on the Rocky Boy Reservation of a vehicle driven by Clayton Bailey. Bridget Bailey was a passenger. Officers impounded and searched the vehicle and found a total of about 66 grams of meth. Chief U.S. District Judge Brian M. Morris presided in U.S. District Court in Great Falls. A Hill County man that admitted to stealing one vehicle and using another without permission in December 2019 has been given a pair of suspended sentences in Hill County District Court. Isaac Alexander Chapa was sentenced Monday by Judge Katie Snipes Ruiz to three years in the Department of Corrections, all suspended, for felony theft. He was also sentenced to six months in the county jail, all suspended, for misdemeanor unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. The sentences will run concurrently, and Chapa will receive 32 days credit for time served. Chapa was also ordered to pay $10,445.94 in restitution. Turning to state news... The Montana Supreme Court said it rejected a Republican-backed bid to get Montana Green Party candidates on the November ballot because the petition to qualify them was not supported by the Green Party itself. The details were released Wednesday after the Supreme Court issued an expedited 5-2 ruling on August 19th ahead of Montana's general election ballot certification. The justices in the majority stated that the party seeking to qualify for the ballot must present the petition. They said the Secretary of State should not have accepted the petition since it was neither presented nor supported by the Montana Green Party. A federal judge says he will rule quickly on a Republican effort to block Montana counties from mailing ballots to all active voters. President Donald Trump's campaign, along with federal and state Republican groups, filed a complaint seeking to overturn an option that Democratic Governor Steve Bullock gave counties to hold the November election by mail to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. The Republican groups argued that mail ballots are subject to fraud, but offered no evidence. The governor's chief legal counsel said the state told U.S. District Court Judge Dana Christensen requiring counties to open polling places would be, quote, absolutely catastrophic, end quote, for voters and public health. The Montana Supreme Court has unanimously ruled that state energy regulators set unfair terms that rendered the MTSUN solar farm not economically viable. The Tuesday ruling affirms a lower court's decision that the Montana Public Service Commission knew it was harming solar-based projects. The PSC is comprised of a five-person board, currently all Republicans. Commission spokesperson Drew Zinnaker did not respond to inquiries for comment. The court's ruling paves the way for the project to continue, which is due to become the second largest solar farm of its kind at three-quarters of a square mile.
A Montana real estate agent's attorneys are eyeing the assets of a neo-Nazi website operator to collect a $14 million court judgment against the man for an anti-Semitic harassment campaign that he orchestrated online against the Jewish woman and her family. More than a year has passed since a federal judge in Montana entered a default judgment against Andrew Anglin, Daily Stormer founder and publisher. In recent court filings, plaintiff's lawyers say the Ohio native has failed to pay any of the monetary award to Tanya Gersh. Her attorneys say they intend to identify any of England's assets that could be used to satisfy the judgment. The Montana State University student who shot and killed two men in his dorm in 1990 was not granted parole for the third time. On Tuesday, Brett Byers was denied an early release from his 165-year sentence for killing James Clevenger and Brian Boder in their dorm room. Byers had been drinking wine and had just crashed his truck. Parole board member Annette Carter said it would diminish the seriousness of the offense if Byers were to be released early. Byers apologized for what he did and said he's been paying for his decisions for the past 30 years. Wyoming's governor says proposed changes to the Endangered Species Act rather than indefinite federal protection would do more to help imperiled species recover. Republican Governor Mark Gordon testified Wednesday before the U.S. Senate Committee on Environment and Public Works in Washington, D.C. A bill introduced by Wyoming Republican Senator John Barrasso would give state officials, including state wildlife agencies, more oversight of threatened and endangered species. Gordon says that's a good idea, but skeptics, including Senator Tom Carper of Delaware, question whether states can do a better job than federal officials. The bill's prospects likely hinge on the upcoming election. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat's $4.61. Spring wheat is $4.76. For Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.51. Spring wheat is $4.71. For Liberty County, winter wheat is 466, spring wheat is 476. For Shoto County, winter wheat is 461, spring wheat is 476. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is 446, spring wheat is 466. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Richard A. Dixon, 89, passed away Tuesday, September 15th in Great Falls of heart failure. Cremation has taken place, and a memorial service will be graveside 1 p.m. Friday, September 25th, at Highland Cemetery in Haver, and Pastor Sean Jansen will officiate. A luncheon will be held at the Eagles Club in Haver. Memorials in Richard's honor may be made to the Haver Senior Center or a charity of one's choice. And that does it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.